Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Uh, to the Lovability Show. Sorry, I'm technologically challenged, so I had to find uh, our uh, post for our the post for today, so I could talk to you guys. So, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm Jennifer Styers, your host. You better know who I am by now. And uh, in the studio today, I have a guest. So we were meeting, and I said she was going to come in and watch the show. And I said, "You're not going to come and watch and not talk." So uh, I have Diana Lynch Davis. Is that do you go by all three? Yeah, for the most part. I okay. mean, Diana Davis, but yeah. Diana Davis in the studio. And uh, Diana does a lot of marketing uh, stuff, and uh, I know her through the business. And uh, so she's going to join in on the conversation today. I, I We were kind of chatting before the show about today, so um, got lots of content. But I do also, she brought some. She said, I have things that make me go, hmm, and... I know all of you do too. So what I would love is for you guys in your comments, hey Darren, uh, in your comments, I'd love for you guys to chime in and anything that in dating that makes you go like, what, what's going on? Like what, what, what are you guys, what, what's happening? What's, what's going on? What is, why are guys doing this? And why are girls doing this or whatever it is? Uh, uh, join in. So um, I can only see um, a few of you. I know there's more on than I can see. So uh, so welcome everyone that's here. Um, say hi in the comments. Definitely a sure way that I know that you're here and watching. Uh, so let's, uh, obviously, you know, I do this for a living, yet dating has me baffled, right? So, uh, so I am a matchmaker. I see the dates that you guys go on. Um, I hear the feedback. Uh, which always surprises me. I just have to tell you, I was just surprised last night getting feedback from a date um, when I know both people involved and then I hear the aftermath of it, you know, and aftermath is sometimes the word because the dynamics that happen on a date. Um, hey, Jamie. Hey, Deb. Harry, Mary Lynn. Uh, uh, Danielle. Hello. Happy Friday. Um, I hope all of you too, side note, I see some of you popping on. I know you're coming to the party June 11th, Maceros, uh, 3 to 5. We're ha I'm having a party for you guys. Uh, it's just for singles. Uh, two hours, like a happy hour. We'll serve some hors d'oeuvres. Um, and uh, I'm doing this for you guys. So you better come. <laughs> it's so you guys can meet organically um, in person because then you can see whether there's chemistry and all that good stuff. Uh, I personally don't like going out. And I can tell you, um, but I do this again for you guys. But this is what started my whole subject for today. I actually went out this weekend. I, know, I don't like to go out. <laughs> I just don't. I would be so happy like hanging out with my cat on the sofa watching something interesting on Netflix. Um, but uh, hi, Joy. 
But uh, this weekend I went out and I went to a birthday party uh, at the Star in Frisco with a friend of mine. And I didn't know any of the people. It was one of her friends and uh, all of his friends. And so the, the age ranges were like 24 to like 60 something. So it was like this hodgepodge of a bunch of people. Um, the guy played hockey. So there was a bunch of athletes there, basketball players and hockey players and things like that. Um, so having said that, um, it definitely was interesting. It was an open bar. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, open bar. Um, and food ran out early too. So yeah, it was not a good mix. I will, yeah. So, uh, so it was a, it was an interesting party. The drunkest person there was a woman probably in her sixties and watching her dance with all the boys and grabbing them. That was like, woo, um, don't do that. Um, hey Howard. Uh, so, uh, but there were all these dynamics that happened. Um, I had posted a story. It was this girl, like this girl glaring at me. I was taking a picture of one of my friends and she was like in the background, like, don't, don't, don't. But, but what happened was her boyfriend that she was with, like, looked at me like, like, right. Now, granted, he looked at me, but he looked at me. And instead of being like, oh, he's my man, you know, and being proud of it. She got, she was, I mean, literally lit into him in seconds, like grabbed him and lit into him. And so the, I, I literally, I'm watching her like, like completely blast him in front of his friends for at least 30 minutes and he's trying to ignore her. But I think to myself, why, why people, why do you stay with someone you can't trust? Clearly, we don't know the, I don't know the history, Right. I don't know the history of what happened between them, but maybe he has a wandering eye. Maybe he's cheated on her. Maybe she's been cheated on and she just doesn't trust men. I don't know what the whole history is. However, you clearly don't trust him. So either go work on yourself if you don't trust, if you're with somebody and you don't trust them, or... Or, or if they gave you a reason to not trust, yes. and why are you still why there? Why are you still with them? I've run into that, that same thing before where... The girlfriend does. They freak out and they get mad because they look at you or someone else, and then it turns into a, a huge deal. And sometimes you're just even just talking to someone, like trying to strike up conversation. Yeah. Just because you're trying to be nice and be friends with everyone. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. it comes back to haunt you because they think that you are talking to their guy. It's so, uh, yeah. total insecurity. It is. Complete insecurity. Yeah, I uh, I always go to any kind of event in different. I have different eyes. I'm not looking to meet anyone. I'm not going to pick up. I'm not. You know, I, I think so many times people are in single mode when they go out, mm -hmm. and I'm more in observation mode because it's my job. I love watching people and their dynamics, and uh, so this uh, when you're in observation mode, you see a lot more, and it's just a different lens. So for me, it was. Like, why? What do you do? Why are you making a fool of yourself, woman? You know? Like, you sh right? Why are you with him if yeah. you're going to be mad? But I didn't go up and ask her that. Um, so, uh, Angie. Hi, Angie. She says, hey, happy Friday. I would never be with someone I didn't trust. Trust is huge. It's everything. It's absolutely everything. Can you imagine how miserable their evening was? I kept thinking, like, they had a bad night. They should have just left. And they probably went home and fought about it some more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It ruined his night for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Any high hopes he had of too many drinks and some fun was right. over. 
Um, but anyway, um, so so if you don't if you don't trust somebody, you shouldn't be with them. Or if it's your own trust issues, you know, if you can't be out with, I can say this, you should be able to, if I'm out with a guy or you're out with a guy and a guy looks at a pretty woman, I'm looking at her too. She's beautiful, right? Let's admire her together say, in a sense. All admire someone's beauty. Yeah. Right. Yes. Versus being, you know, can you blame a man for looking at someone, you know, or if some woman walks by half naked, you know, I'll be the first to go, oh my God, she forgot to put her clothes on, you know, well, and, well, and, and even if, a, if he didn't notice. And if a really attractive guy walked by, would she not take a glance and say, wow, he's really good looking. And then is, is her boyfriend supposed to get really mad and cause a fight? Yeah. I mean, it's like girls, I think girls, they, they are a little bit hypocritical when it comes to that. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. okay for us to see, you know, admire a handsome guy that walks by. Yeah, absolutely. Howard, you have a good point. He said some people only exist off of drama and that is, it's, it's, un, you find that out as you get older, mm -hmm. you know, you start watching and some people do, they, that's all, they can only function from that place. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so they'll stir it up if there isn't any. Uh, so God, nobody wants to be in a relationship with people that do that. That's not good. Um, but, but I think that's a big one. And, and the other thing, so, uh, I'll let Diana come with hers, um, because then I'll do my other one from the party because, Oh, yeah. the, the, the one about the pictures and social media. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, what the one, is that what you want me to get? Yeah. So I just, I see a lot of women on social media that I feel like are on there to promote themselves and with sexy pictures and look at me and, um, you know, let me just take a quick picture of my body and put it on my story or in my post. And it just, to me, screams I'm looking for attention. And the attention that they get is not often the attention that they want when it comes yeah. to an actual relationship. Yeah. So they get mad that then guys don't want them for something more than just a one-night hookup or their bodies or whatever. And they're they're attracting that. Yeah. And so that always just makes me kind of think, wow, how do they not understand that that's what that's what's happening here. Right. And guys, you have to also look into that as well. So if a woman, if all her pictures are, um, you know, in her bathing suit or something sexy, um, I ha I talked to a guy uh, last week. He was talking about a girl that he went out with. And uh, he said that, you know, they'd gone out on the date, went back, he went to drop her off at her house. He went to the bathroom. He comes out. She's got Sade on. And some like very sexy outfit that she had gotten herself comfortable in to seduce him. And, uh, and he, first of all, he was like, okay, Sade is so 80s. But anyway, <laughs> does anybody really listen to this anymore? Um, not so sexy. They were sexy in the 80s, yeah. not sexy now. Um, just weird. But, um, but he said, you know, that she was all dressed and ready to seduce. And he said, he goes, I should have picked up on the fact that every one of her pictures on social media was above her head with, you know, her breast showing and cleavage and all that stuff. And, but, but it goes, I mean, he, so he does it. He does the dirty D, does, gives her what she wants because that's what she's after. <laughs> very few men very will few. turn it down, ladies. Some yeah. will, but very few men will yeah. turn it down. But having said that, he did not. And then he didn't call her again because it's not what he wanted. It's what she wanted. He gave her what she wanted, but he wasn't interested in going out with her. And if I, if you hear me say this again, because I say it a lot, you can sleep with a man on a first date, but you're probably not going to have a second. 
even if the guy's interested in you and the guys have said it, I've had him on the show. I've had a mil like so many men that I've talked to, they could be interested in you and you would have gotten a second date if you wouldn't have slept with them. But when you're too easy, ladies, when you, when you have to use your body and your sexuality to get a man right up front, that's all they're going to be going for. And now there's a, a that they, they've conquered, you know, so and you say there's nothing to look forward to. Yeah. 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 They've conquered already seen it all first night. So, you know, guys feel free to chime in on your thoughts, uh, because you're a different group of guys, but you know, is that what you want? Do you want a woman? And I, I want women to see, I want women to see. It's not just me saying this because I'm a woman, you know, men want to work for it. They want to know you're interested, but let them work for it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so speaking of working for it, this leads me into my next story from the weekend. So, um, darling little kid shows up to this party and he had shorts on, like everybody's in their like Saturday night party gear and he's in golf shorts and a long sleeve shirt, like a dress shirt. And, you know, I think he had a hat on. No, he didn't have a hat on, but he shows up looking like a golfer basically. Um, so I'm laughing, watching him go around the party, right? Youngest kid at the party. Um, I finally, I, I said something to him. He walked past me and I said something like, well, you dressed up for the party or something, you know, just something smart, you know, <laughs> cause that's me and started a conversation. Um, and this boy, I wasn't, I would never date a 24 or 27 year old, whatever he was. He told me he was 27. He told, and everybody else said he was 24. He's probably 20 close enough, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, hi, Cindy. Hi, Deb. Um, anyway, so we talked about giving up. This kid would not give up all night. He would not. I mean, he literally was, I was like, I would never date you. I would never go out with a 24 year old. You could be my son possibly, you know? Um, I, I, I would never do this, but you know, you're darling. I'll set you up with somebody, you know, tell me whatever. And trying to push him off. And there was no push, and this kid was so... It was like the joke of the party. All the guys were looking over, just laughing, because he was not leaving it alone. He was not. But I have to tell you, and I was telling Diana before the show, if he had been older, if he had actually been of a normal age for me, if he had been older and, um, you know, and more, I guess more my age, and he would have stayed that persistent, he would have stayed that persistent in it, and that confident in his pursuit... He could have wore me down because he was adorable. I was like, he, he was the cute person. He was darling, and he was, and he was yeah. funny and and fun and persistent. Right. And and guys, I think, and the reason I say this is you things that make you go, hmm. So when I leave, I don't think about anything. But why don't why don't men that are older do that? Why don't they stick with it? Why don't they try a little harder? Because that confidence is so sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think if, from my experience, a lot of men when they're our age, are, they'll try once. Yeah. And if you don't respond immediately, then they just quickly go on to the next one. And so it kind of makes you just think, oh, he wasn't that interesting. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, if, he's, if he's that quickly going to go on to someone else, then I was just one in the number and on the line. But so maybe they were a little more persistent. Yeah. Then, you know, if they were really interested. But then again, sometimes, you know, it's like you say, if they're not coming after you. Right. Then they're probably not interested. So what? So what's the? Yeah, you know, there's like a bat. What is it? I don't know. I thought when I when I thought about it, I thought um, do men. My thought was, do men just lose their um, 
their confidence? You know, they've been turned down so many times. Do they just give up? Is it just like, okay, she's not interested. I'm not going to put myself out here and embarrass myself anymore where this kid didn't give a damn, you know, he yeah. just didn't care. Um, Darren says, if you want long-term, don't give up all the secrets after one plate of enchiladas <laughs> or one margarita, right? Um, okay. So yes, Maribel, how are you? Glad you joined us. The kid definitely had gumption. He did. Um, Darren says, if there was a magic number of dates to wait, I would have been, uh, would have been figured out by now. If I had a, hold on, I need to put my glasses on because I am old. Um, okay. I had first date sex that turned into a 10 year marriage. Was it a good marriage? We ask. but I've also called it before finishing the first drink. I think when the timing is right, it's right. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there's a lot that goes into that, but I don't ever want to judge because I know I do know people that have slept together on the first date and they're, they are married and they're very happy. But it, it's so small of a number of people that if we are going to go by general rules, don't do it, ladies. Just don't do it because men are pursuers. I mean, look at, the, look at this kid, right? Tell him no 10,000 different ways and times, not a chance in hell, but yet he keep, kept pushing. It's because men do want men that like, com, that are competitive and he's in competitive sports, men that are competitive, like, and most men are, they like to pursue, they like to compete, and you are competition in a sense. So make yourself a little unavailable, just a little. Allow him to work for it a little bit, right? Yep. Women that throw themselves on men, it never really works out very well, you know? Just doesn't work out very well for them. Okay, um, so um, Maribel says, men also feel that beautiful women are intimidating. I, I've definitely, um, I can definitely feel for a man that has to go and, you know, see somebody that he likes that might be beautiful, that he wants to ask out, and he doesn't want to be turned down, which is what I was thinking, that really what I was thinking about overall with this whole situation is, at what point do men reach that where they go, she said no, or she gave me that look and that's a no, or, you know, she, right? Yeah. And that also makes me think too. So sometimes I think when I first meet a guy, if, if he doesn't have like a really good personality or he's like kind of standoffish, I just think, oh, he's rude. Right. Or that guy is not interested at all, or they just don't have any sort of interest that they're showing. And then I realize later, once I get to know them, that they were really interested. So what she's saying, I think is very valid because I think they sometimes are intimidated and if you don't, if they're, if you come on strong, I have a very big personality. So, yeah. so I'm not, I'm easy to meet. I talk to everyone. And so I think sometimes if guys aren't used to that, then they just are more standoffish. And then they come across as someone who's rude and not interested when it's really just that they don't know how to get in there. And yeah, you just, you just led me into so many different conversations. Yeah. Um, number one, um, Number one, I just had a couple people that went on a date, and uh, she said, she had told me after the date, she said, he, he was not interested in me the second he walked in the door. I saw him look at me, and I knew he wasn't attracted to me. And he thought she was more attractive in person and beautiful. But what happened is when she made that judgment based on a look or an energy shift or whatever she thought she felt, and he was just a few minutes late, so he was kind of flustered, so that's what she felt. It put her in defense mode, and it shot the whole date energy off, and that connection just didn't happen the way it, 
It was a misread on both parts. Yeah. So when I got the lowdown after the date on both parts, it was a complete misread for reasons of everybody everybody making assumptions, which we're going to talk about because this 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 makes me go, hmm, why? People making assumptions before they go on a date. Assumptions and having expectations that can never be met. So big things that we're going to talk about. Um, so, uh, and then you talk about, she had, you had, Diane had mentioned to me before the show that, um, that one of her guy friends had mentioned that she's a married guy magnet. Yeah. He said, I, <laughs> I was complaining and saying, I always get hit on by married guys. And he said, well, you put out that vibe. And I said, I don't even know what that vibe, what does that mean? And he goes, it's just the way you approach men. And I said, well, I don't, you have to explain because I, obviously I don't want to do that. So he said, you know, I, I, I'm not like good, too much of a, I'm not enough of the good girl next door kind of personality where I'm being more shy and timid that my, maybe my personality is too outgoing. And so I'm, and I'm not afraid to talk to guys. So I'll go talk to every guy in the bar. And that's probably what but, it is. And so, yeah. And so, but then I thought, well, so am I supposed to change my personality so that mm -hmm. I don't get hit on by married men? I mean, I don't know. Right. You know what it probably is now that you just said it also is you'll go and talk to anybody. Yeah. So, you know, where married people may tend to be a little bit more introverted and hold back, hold back at an event or party or whatever, you go up and talk to them. So they may take it as you being flirtatious. And why is a married man hitting on a woman anyway? Well, I definitely have been told many times. I have a flirty personality and I know that, but not flirty in that I'm hitting on people. I'm just friendly. Yeah. And so it does. Sometimes guys can take it as, oh, she's interested in me and I'm not. Which could work to your advantage if you're single or yeah. if they're single. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So, but, but then again, it's that energy you're put, yeah, that energy you put out and it's super important to say this at this point, just because I, I feel like it's, it's the bridge here. At, on a first date and on your first few meetings, it's all about a connection, right? And, and that's why when we're talking about expectations and all that, all that's got to be left behind. Because if you're so in your head, as some of you are talking about, and there's some comments here I'm going to read in a second, but if you're so in your head with your story and your stuff, that you're not present and listening and being a part of that conversation to, to create that connection, you're not going to make a connection. So if you're not engaged in that conversation, if there's not a back and forth, if there's not, you know, if there's not inquisitiveness on both parties, learning about each other and an intrigue that's created, it's, you're not going to get a second date, you know, or a third. So it's really important that we show up without expectations and, and all that stuff. Hey, Debbie, uh, great to see you. Just catching your first show. Well, I'll forgive you. <laughs> I've only been on the earth almost three years. Um, but I'm very happy you're here. I've known Debbie forever. Debbie is living out in Cabo, one of my favorite places in the earth to visit. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, Maribel says, introverts also have a difficult time letting them know that they're interested. Yeah, shy people... Uh, shy people definitely have a harder time with communication, you know, which I'm also, this is going to be my big, this is my big things that make you go, hmm, because what I have said over and over and over again and do every week, if you watch the show is the reason why relationships aren't working. The main reason relationships aren't working are, well, two things. Number one, y'all aren't choosing the people you should choose. 
very often. You're choosing your same patterns, a certain type, I'm not attracted, blah, blah, I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> anyway, you're not choosing the right people and giving the right people a chance. And number two, when you do find a good person, you're not communicating. Right. You're not communicating properly. And ladies, I know you're guilty of it too. I hear from the guys because I usually, I usually hear, I usually bash the guys. Right. And I will bash you guys again. I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> in a loving way, I will because I want you guys to get it. I want you guys to hear it. And I, I think at some point... When I've said it 150 times, you'll, it'll kind of sink in like, am I doing enough? Am I doing this? And ask yourself if you are, you know, are you following the guidelines I'm giving you? Because this is why I do the show. I mean, I, it, it's why I invest my time and, and energy into doing something like this. It's to give you guys info to help you. I want you to find love. I have no agenda, <laughs> none, except to help you. Um, but, uh, but Guys, you're not putting enough effort in, typically. I mean, from a communication standpoint, if you like a woman, you should message her when she, when she gets home. Like, she should, she gets home from the date, she says, I made it home. You say, great, I'm so glad I had a great time with you. I'd love to see you again. Let's connect tomorrow. Yes, I said tomorrow. I didn't say next week. I didn't say Thursday of next week. I said tomorrow, let's connect tomorrow to come up with a good day and time for both of us, okay? I just gave you a script, so rewind if you need to hear it again. It's the, it's the way it should be done because it's what women really want. And I will say one of the things that I've always appreciated in dates is the guy who does say, text me when you get home. Yeah. And let me know you're there. And the guy who actually stays up to get the text, <laughs> not text me when you get home, and then he goes to sleep and he tells you tomorrow, the next day, oh, yeah. I'm glad you got home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you really cared. Because right. you fell asleep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I think it's very sweet. Yes. Absolutely. Um, it is very sweet. We do love, uh, we do love chivalry still, guys. Yeah. We really do. But ladies, um, I know that uh, you hear me when I say this. We want to we want to know that you are interested, guys. We want to know, you know. I mean, you could be an annoying person like this kid was, but it's at the same time, if you like again, if he'd been older and I'd been interested, yeah. at least I would have known he was interested and yeah, I would have no been doubts. very flattered <laughs> yeah. by his persistence. It's sweet. I even I I will even say that that maybe it was not somebody I would go out with even if he was my age, right? right? Maybe it's not somebody I would go out with, but if he kept trying like that and he had that much confidence to keep moving in my direction, I'm probably in. I'm well, probably going to give that a chance. And on the flip side, I would argue, though, what do you do whenever it's someone you're absolutely not interested in and they're that persistent? That's where the communication comes in, I feel like, is most guys are okay if you say, you know what, it's so sweet and I appreciate it, but I think I'd just rather be friends. Yeah. And in that case, they don't become annoying because I think that's what a lot of guys are afraid of. They're like, if I keep bugging her, she's obviously not interested, so I'm just going to stop. Yeah. You know, or if the and girl's not rejected. giving them the time, yeah, they're feeling rejected and they're just not going to give you the time anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard balance. Um, I, again, I think some of it comes down to confidence, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think there's another piece of this, which may seem silly, but especially to... Um, Sorry, guys. Um, is that that equally yoked concept? You know, if you're if you're hitting on a person that's not in your league at all, 
the chances of you getting turned down and her meaning it <laughs> are probably pretty high. It's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. So it it's that equally yoked concept. So you need to try to stay within your yoke. <laughs> That sounded good. Um, <laughs> um, Darren uh, says, I have a buddy um, who's recently single and was going to invite um, someone to come with me to your event next Saturday and there are spots left. Oh, sorry, Darren. I thought that was a comment about the show. Um, yes, I think so. I think there's a few. It's, uh, it's coming close to being filled up. I haven't had time this week to look. Um, so... All right, so you guys keep sharing your, your stuff with me on this, but communication is everything because it's going to determine the connection. If there's not a connection, people are out. They're out. Two great, amazing people that don't show up or don't do things correctly can ruin a great connection by not communicating. It's not just about the first date. It's ongoing. If you're dating someone, a woman, if you're starting to date someone, guys, more times than not... Women want to hear from you every day, right? Yeah. doesn't have to be a long phone conversation. It could be a text, text or two or three, yeah. right? I mean, you also have to have this conversation. I tell people, I tell men and women, but mostly women, because women come in with this expectation. You have to have these conversations with men. If you like communication, if you like to text, um, when he texts you or calls you, you know, let's say you get a text from him the next day. Great from he to hear from you. Positively reinforce him. You know, he texts you later. Say, I love getting text messages from you. Yeah, that, that makes me excited. Guess what he's going to do, ladies? He's going to text you more because right. he wants to make you happy. Well, positive reinforcement. Yeah, <laughs> give it to him. Um, but but talk to um, talk to them. Tell them what you like and what you know. Don't tell them what you don't like, but tell them what you like. That's a big thing. Yeah. Don't tell them what you don't like because that's going to be quickly go down yeah. Yeah, a bad path. <laughs> yeah. No, I, ha I was talking to a girl. Um, I was talking to a girl that went on a date uh, last this past week, and she was saying that the guy complained a lot, like he was complaining a lot about his life and his kids and this and that, and she didn't know what to say, so she'd just go, okay, uh, you know, and so she'd give these short answers, you know, because what do you say to somebody that's complaining? Yeah. You know, you don't know how to respond, and nobody really wants to be around that. Right. Well, and on the flip side, I know a girl who was dating a guy who, whenever he would, she was kind of one of those people that you were talking about earlier that it's just they, they live with drama and that's the only way they know how to function. And so every time he would text her or they would get, you know, get together, he would tell her, it was, it was always her saying, why do you do this? Why do you do that? You're not doing this enough. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And it was constant. And he finally was like, I can't do this because what guy wants to date a girl like that? Yes. I mean, that's no fun. You know, I can't. And they just always think they're going to do something wrong. Instead of saying, you know what would be great? I would love it if you did this. Yeah. Not, why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Right. You know, it's just, it's all in the way that you spin the communication. Positive reinforcement yeah. or negative? Yeah. yeah. No, it's very, very true. Um, it and, and ladies, this whole expectation thing at the beginning, I mean, our, uh, everybody comes in as who they are. And I say this more to women than I do to men because we're all not changing. I mean, <laughs> after age 30, you know, it just digresses from there, right? Everybody starts getting in their habits and they're just who they are. You can train each other based on as you start to get to know each other, communicating, communicating about it. 
you can start to train each other and get in a rhythm, but you need to get in a rhythm. And until you've given that relationship time to get in a rhythm as to what to expect from that person or as to patterns, where you look at patterns and go, well, I know from patterns that this is what he's going to do, so let me talk to him about how he does, you know, whatever it may be. So you can start to see patterns, but until you get to that point, you have to have zero expectations. I mean, he may not be a texter. He may not be somebody that keeps his phone on him. Uh, he may not have a schedule this week for phone calls. He may be working late. It could be the end of the month, you know? I mean, it's just, you well, know, with, with sales or something, you know, you, you, just, you never know, and then you, you make an assumption or you create expectations around what you want and you need, and they're not giving me what I need, so I'm going to go way too quickly. Well, and I also think part of that is the dating process. So you date somebody for a while, and you start to learn their patterns, and then you get to a point where you can decide if you've communicated and they're still not giving you what you need or what you want or that's just not going to work for you. Yeah. Then you have to make the decisions and then just get out of the relationship. Right. You, but you can't just keep beating them down all the time because they're not doing what you want. It's like either you make a decision to move on or yes. accept the way he is because yes. he's showing you that that's just the way he is. That is who he is. Yeah. You know, it's a, it, I say this a million times too. This person showed you who they are. Now you need to make a decision of whether that's for you or not for you. Right. Right? Especially if you've communicated about it over and over again and the, the behavior's not changing. Now you have decisions to make. Right. Unless you just want to live in drama. Right. You know, where you're constantly correcting or you're, at, you're the angry girl at the party that is mad at her boyfriend for, you know, looking and cheating or whatever it is. You yeah. know, make some decisions Instead of having drama and making everybody miserable around you, including, you know... Your friends and everyone else who have everybody to hear else. about it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Danielle says, yes, it's, um, I just, it just lets us know we are on your mind when you text or you call. And yes, you know, there's, there is something to be said for... We get caught up in the dating world and in, in, the, in life... Do you remember when you were just younger and the excitement of having somebody new interested and new love and, you know, just the excitement of an anticipation of hearing from them and seeing them again? We shouldn't lose that. I mean, we shouldn't lose some of that, right? I mean, the butterfly thing can go away, but the excitement and the anticipation, that's still there. And guys, if you're not feeding a woman that, she's going to go away. She's not going to stick around because... She could be low maintenance, but if you're not giving her what she needs, even the bare minimum, she's not going to stick around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, and we like to know that we're on your mind. So communicate how you feel too, ladies and gentlemen. If you like somebody, tell them. I mean, especially if you've gone out with them a few times. If you like them, tell them you like them. They can't read your mind. Which is also hard for some people to do. It is. Some people feel really uncomfortable when it comes time to share their feelings. Yeah. Or say something, you know, because it makes you vulnerable. Because you, then you also don't feel rejected or that's embarrassing or, yeah. you know, you're embarrassed to tell them that you like them or, you know, it's, but it's then hard it for some But if you, on the flip side, if you don't have the conversation or at least start it, then yeah. you prolong something. Because guys will sometimes, ladies, they will keep engaging with you because you're occupying their time. You may be fun and interesting. I can't tell. I mean, I knew a girl that dated a guy for six months, and then he told her, I've just never really had it for you. 
Like I just, it's never, it's, I've never been that attracted, which is so sad. Like it killed her. But why did you, why did he do that? Well, because he was lonely and he was enjoying the company and enjoying the time that they spent together. And it was better than him being alone, but instead he didn't communicate about it. So not fair. Where they could have, they could have possibly even fixed it if there was something. Um, so communicate, communicate, communicate. Uh, Jamie says, I like to receive texts too. It feels nice to know that someone is thinking of you. Uh, and that's a guy, Jamie's a guy here. So, uh, so men like it too. So good. And you, but you need to find out, um, everybody's got a different level of comfortability with whether it's texting or phone calls or whatever it is. Um, and you need to, we need to learn that. Uh, Darren says a lot of folks love the chase. How do you recommend balancing communication with enough mystery to gain and keep that initial interest and the tingles? Um, so that's a really great question. And there, there's a balance there because there always does need to be a chase. I don't care what anybody says. That's a hard one to answer. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. There always has to be a chase. Ladies, if a man ever thinks he's completely caught you, it's great for him to think it for a short term, but he also needs to be on his toes. So it's, it's really important, ladies, that you always keep him in a mode of, of chasing you a little bit, working for you a little bit. Um, they, men will get bored really quick when women get complacent. Which goes into say. the not always be available Yes. Thing. Yeah. Like you don't want to be available every single day. Yeah. Because then the guys are thinking, does she not have anything else going on yeah. except for just waiting for me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's a fine line then between that and playing games, yep. you know, because I don't recommend playing games either. Um, but there does need to be some mystery. There does need to be some. Um, and how do you recommend balancing communication? Darren, uh, I think the only answer to that that would be real would be don't overwhelm them. I mean, if you're, if you're, I don't know about you, but if you ever had somebody blow your phone up after a date or blow your phone up after a meeting and you, you're trying to work or you're trying to do whatever and you have somebody, then, then they become a problem, then you don't want to see them again. But a few messages, you know, the next day, each day even, you know, making sure that you're just dripping in their life a little bit so they know that you're interested, they know you're there. Somebody wants to feel your presence, right? Just as you want to feel theirs. And we can't get too in our head about that. And, you know, Darren, you you make a great point because I, I feel like so many people, and this is one of the things that's in my notes, I feel like so many people play those games. Like, I can't go, he asked me out on a Friday and called me on a Thursday. I'm not going to be available. You know, if you're available, you're available. Like, why yeah, are you playing? Too old for that. Yeah, why are you playing games? Yeah. It's stupid. Um, but at the same time, um, at the same time, you you do have to always maintain a little mystery. Um, if you're with a guy and you've been with him for years, make sure that he's still taking you out, that you're still doing things exciting, um, having new adventures together, learning and growing together as a couple. Um, because things can get very complacent in a relationship. So, um, you know, traveling together, new experiences together, new places together, right? So sh shake it up because your external world um, will 
will reflect on your internal world a little bit. So you can create some of that mystery with new adventures and, and experiences together. I think, right? does that also go into, you know, when you, some people, when they meet, they first meet, then they spend every single day together yeah. for like two weeks in a row. And then they so quickly have spent all this time together that then the first day that one of them doesn't, yeah. then all of a sudden it's a problem because they've become dependent on seeing them every single day. And so yes. now they don't, they're irritated and are mad and upset and wondering, why does he not want to spend time with me? We've been together every day. Why is it changing now? Yeah. You know, so I think it's, that's too why much I, that's, too that's soon. I say, too much too soon, like blows the mystery. Great point. <laughs> blows yeah. it right out of the water. Great point. Like, there's zero mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I know that is because, you know, then somebody's going, okay, I've seen you every day for two weeks. I need some space. Yeah, I just need some me time. Um, so, yeah, I agree. That's a, it's a wonderful point. I'm glad you made it. Um, okay, so let me see what else is on my list. I have so many. Um, so, uh, so, guys, um, you know, something that, again, I question all the time. You tell me you're interested in a woman. I can't tell you the amount of times I ask a guy, why what's going on? Why aren't you engaged? Why aren't you going out with this girl anymore? Why aren't, you know, what's happening? I'm interested in her. I just haven't asked her out again. I've been busy. Stop it. Like that kind of behavior. I don't care how busy you are. I don't care. I don't care what you do for a living. Engage. You should be calling, texting her every day. You should be taking her out every week. Every, you, if, if you guys have a schedule that permits, you should be taking her out a couple times a week. You're trying to court her and get to know her. How are you going to do that if you're not engaged with her? It could be two hours at a happy hour. It doesn't have to be a full-blown dinner, yes. late night thing. Thank you. It could be lunch. Let's meet for a drink. Be... I'm super busy, yeah. but let's go have a drink yeah, and connect. I have two hours. Yeah. yeah. and Because it, it is all about that connection. I am blown away by, I'm blown away, men, by your inability to follow through with women you like. It's it's baffling to me, and I talk about it all the time. I don't know how often you watch the show, but I feel like I say it every single week. Guys, daily communication, daily. I mean, this going days or weeks or what? I mean, it's it's absolutely insane. Then you wonder why she doesn't want to go out with you, or she doesn't care anymore. Or she's lost that loving feeling. Will you let her go? Um, so uh, so any guys, I'd love to know why you do it. I mean, Darren just said. How do you balance out the communication with enough mystery to keep or gain your interest? Is that what you're doing? Like, is that the thought? Are you trying to keep her interest by not texting or calling her? I'm not saying you're doing that, Darren. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to gain insight. Why do you, guys, why do you put off? If you've met a woman and you went out with her last night, why are you waiting another week to go out with her because you're busy? Find time. Well, I don't think clear your I schedule. I don't think daily communication or texting is it has anything to do with losing mystery. No, because you're just texting saying, "Hey, I was just seeing how your day was going. You know, what do you have going on tonight? Do you have your kids? You know, whatever. I mean, there's just very like it's surface level or... surface level conversation, but it just lets somebody know that you're thinking about them. It's a presence or an absence in your life. Yes. You're either present in somebody's life or you're absent. And if you make yourself present. And women want to feel safe in a relationship. That's their thing. We want to know that you're there. We want to feel your presence. You don't have to be next to us. You don't have to be taking us out. You don't have to be up in our stuff, right? We just want to know you're interested. We want to know you're there. We want to know you like us, right? Yep. Right? Yep. Okay. That's all. How do you do that? Communication, right? Communication. Okay. So, um, 
you know, here's the thing, and I don't know the answer to this. I don't know because I don't online date, never have. Why do people ghost each other? I hear this all the time from people that are online dating. They reach out and say, hey, and guys say this a lot. Women say that you women do this. They, they, the girl reaches out like on Bumble or something and says, hey. He responds back and says, hey, how you doing? And nothing. I could give several reasons for that. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Tell me. Because I've done this. Okay. I mean, I've, so there's, there's there are times where when you, there's too many options, first of all. That's the biggest problem with online dating or any app dating is that you, there's, you, there could be six people in your list that you're doing the quickly, hey, what's going on? Hey, you know, whatever. And for me, because I'm a communicator, the people who are very responsive in messages and who get chatty with me start to show their personality to me way quicker. Right. And then it makes me go, okay, I'm like way more engaged in this because he's having a conversation with me. But the guys that just respond with, hey, I'm like, hey, what? I mean, like, give me a little more. Right. Because the, right now, the only way we have to get to know each other is through messages. Right. And so there you go, guys. Between, between there being too many people or the guys who are just, hey, what's right. up? Right. Show up some, you got to show some personality somehow. Right. Or, you know, there's, they're going to move on to the next one. That's a great, I mean, I, I, I believe I have my answer, which is what I tell guys. I say it has to be that there's so many options. So you, how do you stand apart? How do you stand out from all the options that are out there? And that's engagement again. Yeah, it who's is. engaging? Who's intriguing you? Who's impressing you? Mm -hmm. um, Darren says the shinier object. It's true. It is true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you could literally like, let's just say you're dating three guys. You could like three guys, but the one that's the most persistent, that's staying in your space, that's, pers you know, that's persistent that you're, in, that you're getting to know, they're going to win out. So guys, that's how you win, not by backing off and, and, you know, playing games, but by engaging and trying to impress her, working for it. We really do like you guys working for it. We do. Yeah, and and, act, and showing interest. The other one yeah. of the other things too is there's there's been times where I'll ask a million questions and I joke because I say, okay, we're playing twenty questions uh -huh. because that's the only way you can get to know somebody on these apps is just you know asking questions. But there's so many times where I've asked a hundred questions and we've chatted back and forth, mm -hmm. but not one question was asked about me. Yeah. They didn't ask one question about me. And I thought, okay, does he care to know anything about me? Uh -huh. It was all me asking about him because I genuinely want to know. Yeah. But when there's showing no interest in actually getting to know me, uh -huh. then it's quickly a turnoff for me. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because I heard the flip um, uh, from a gentleman where he would say, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, I'll play pickleball and I like to go out to dinners and... Um, I do wine tastings and I play tennis. What about you? So it's like a list on a date and then they flip it back. What about you? Right? right. That's not a conversation. You're not having a conversation at that point. At that point, you're answering questions and then giving it back to the person that asked you the question. And all they were looking for was engagement and to learn about you. It wasn't about answering the question. It was about the engagement and learning. Right. Does that make sense? I feel like that's a really important point because in this, in this whole banter of going back and forth, it is all about how are you going to stand out? What is going to turn somebody on and intrigue them about you? You just answering questions that 
they could read on a profile. Well, yeah. So it's almost like we're both just typing each other's resumes down yeah. on, on the notes. Yeah. So the one thing that I've ever, the one thing that I have heard from people before is after we get going for a little while is they laugh and say, you're really funny. And I think, oh, well, that's because of the way that I communicate because I do. I mean, I'm kind of sarcastic, yeah. but I also like to laugh. And so I, I you know, my, the way I communicate in my messages is probably a little funnier than just generic, like typing answers. Uh huh. And so I don't know if this takes, you have to figure out ways to make yourself seem different, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody that goes for men and women, yeah. like set yourself apart. What makes you unique? If you don't know, you need to figure it out because you have all of maybe two hours on a first date to show it. And, you know, I can't tell you the amount of times I've, I've, after dates, people say they were wonderful, they were smart, they were funny, they were good looking. There was just no connection. Well, that could have been fixed, you know? I mean, I can say chemistry and connection are two different things, right? When somebody says there's no chemistry, different. By the way, I'm going to go with that. Um, if you have you have a really good time with somebody, but you don't feel sexual chemistry or physical chemistry, go on a second date. Always go on a second date because you never know where it's going to come from. I mean, I have stories, but... That's the hardest one, I think. Yeah. I'm guilty of that too. You, you think you have a really great time and you're like, oh, they'd be a good friend. Yeah. But if you don't give the second chance, then it's because they do. I mean, you learn more about each other and you grow on each other a little bit more. And it's, yeah. that's, a, that's a struggle. I mean, I admit it for yeah. for everyone. Yeah. People and, write it off too soon. Yeah, they do. They really do. And I think part of that is in their head, women are trying to marry them, or are they going to be a good husband? Or are they going to be a good father to my children? Is this a guy I could see myself marrying? Stop that. Um, you know? Exactly. And guys, guys too. And guys, probably it's more physical. And you guys can answer this, but guys are looking like, hey, do I want to take her to bed? Exactly. You know? I mean, <laughs> exactly. it's probably that. Um, but um, but you may not have you may not have gotten her sexual side yet, right? She could have it. She's just she's smart and classy enough to not be giving it to you yet. So without a second date or third date, you may not know. Um, Howard says, most people don't listen to hear, they listen to respond. Thank you. It's so, tr it's, it's so true. And that'll throw a connection off more than anything is that we're not present. We're not actually with each other. Everybody's trying to put on their best face and impress versus just being themselves and engaging in the conversation back and forth where there's a connection and creating that connection, right? There's a synergy and something that happens. When that happens, and that's the key, if you guys can get this, if you can create that synergy, and Diana just said, you know, um, it, that's when you think, oh, we could be friends. If you could be great friends, you could also be great romantic partners and lover because friendships come first. Right. So if you have that element and you're just not attracted to them yet, go on a second date for sure. Because if I told you how many more relationships and marriages are built out of that element of people going, I didn't see it coming, versus the ones that go, oh, I was attracted to them at first sight, um, those blow and go, you know, they're, they're, they're in and out. So, um, okay. Um, so uh, I, think, I think if I, I only have 10 more minutes left, so I think what I'd love to spend this time on is, uh, again, something I question all the time. Why do women especially, and this is where I'm going to pick on you ladies, 
why do you ladies have all these expectations going into a first date or into a meeting? You may not even get on a first date. I can't tell you how many women go, you know what? He asked me out for Friday, and then I didn't hear, it was Monday, and I didn't hear from him all week until Friday. That just doesn't work for me. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, you don't even know this person, which is why from a matchmaking standpoint, I don't let people talk before a first date. Oh, really? They meet up. They'll get their number that day, but they meet up, and, and they haven't spoken at all or communicated at all because any without a background of knowing that person and having some kind of connection with them, if they do anything they don't like, women especially are going to write them off. Men, not so much because men just don't. You know, yeah, or, just men. or if they had a conversation before the hand and they didn't like something that the yes. guy said on the phone, they'll be like, oh, I don't even know if I want to go now. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Good point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But if you knew that person, if you knew that person, no expectations, if you knew that person, like you'd gone out with them, you'd kind of be able to put things into perspective. Oh, on the date, he told me that, you know, his mornings are super busy and, you know, that's why I didn't hear from him yet. He's got to take his kids to school and da, 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 da. You at least have some form of, um, like some knowledge mm-hmm. of who they are and what, you know, what they're bringing to the table. So, um, so you've got to have some familiarity before you write somebody off. But even after you go out with somebody, like you have to put the expectations aside. Like they're not going to do everything you want them to do. They're not going to text you when you want them to text you. They're not going to call you when you want them to call you. Um, they're not going to plan a date, you know, in the time frame that you want them to plan it in. These are things you have to learn about each other. We're both adults. We're all adults, right? Yep. You know, everybody's an adult. So you have to let them be them. And then if you need them to change something, or want them to change something, you can talk to them about it, see if they're open to it, and then train them. Well, I think a lot of times, too, the first date, people are uncomfortable. They're nervous or whatever. So you don't really get someone's real personality, especially in a situation like you're talking about where you go blind, not having spoken at all. And so when you show up, you're both nervous and thinking, going into it with expectations because you're thinking, am I going to like them? Am I going to like them? And that's what you're thinking the whole time instead right. of just walking in and get, I always try to walk into something saying, even if it's someone that I don't end up with or I don't like them, I mean, it might be a great person to meet for any reason. It could yeah. be a friend at some point. It could be someone I do business with down the road. I mean, there's just so many other things that you could get out of meeting someone. Sure. But it doesn't have to be a disaster. So if you have no expectation yeah. for where it's going, you don't need to marry the person. You don't need to, have, I mean, even if you want to get married and have babies, especially you ladies of baby making ages, you get very excited about having children, you know, back off, you know, you haven't even dated the guy. I don't even know if you like him. I mean, yes. Is he open to having children? That would be important to know, but then throw that on the back burner because you're not having babies tomorrow. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, um, it's very important. So Deb says, I generally don't go into first dates with any expectations, but I do observe their behavior. Um, great, great. Body language speaks volumes. It does. It does. And Deb, I'm going to say this. We also come in with our own perceptions of people, people's behavior and their body language. And based on your experience, if you misread that, you could throw a connection off by, by watching too much and perceiving 
too much. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, because you should. You should absolutely go in and watch and observe, and you have to. People spend so much time trying to impress versus doing what you said. I just wanted to point out, since you threw it out there, um, that you also have to leave room for how could your perception possibly, this may be how you feel, but how could your perception be off, right? Mm -hmm. I know um, I've had people that go on dates and like the, the, like the, the person is ADD, right? They're very, it's hard to focus um, on one thing when somebody's got ADD or ADHD. So you put them in a crowded room, it's very hard for them to just do this. It's not that they're not interested, it's just that they're distracted and they can't, it's, they're overstimulated. Their brain is overstimulated, yep. right? They're very interested. Um, if I could tell you that more times than not, people's perception is off on what you think somebody's thinking or feeling, and your perception could 100% ruin a connection. So yes, it's important to sit and observe. Yes, it's so important to listen and watch. But at the same time, if you have a question about something, ask. Or like you said, go on a second date or a third yeah. date and see if that's still the case and then try to read, read a little more into it before you just write it off. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, this is, this is the place where we truly, ladies especially, where I think you truly miss out on guys. Here's where ladies miss out on guys. They hold expectations for men that they'll never meet because they're not you. And you choose the wrong guys, ladies, I'm just saying. I, um, I love my job as a matchmaker because I get to do the choosing. Um, and I get to tell them why and why to stay and why to, you know, to, you know, usually they want to. But, but having said that, it's, um, it, it makes a difference in, the cho in your choices. So um, you've got to also be choosing the right people. Your picker's got to be um, set. Um, there was something else I wanted to talk about with this expectation thing, and now I've forgotten it. Um, so make sure you're not over-perceiving um, when you go on a date. Don't have any expectations for people. Um, and, okay, I, I don't know. I forgot what it was. It was super important. Now I've forgotten. Um, and uh, and I, I guess at the end of the day, know who you are and what you want because, um, you know, this is, there's a disconnect. You know, people wonder why they're still single, you know, and, and I constantly have these, you know, shows to tell you. I watch this all the time. I mean, if you knew the amount of times I went, why? Why is he doing that? You know, why? And I'll call you guys out on it. You know that. I'll be like, why are you doing this? If you like her, why are you doing this? The thing, I have so many things on a daily basis that I question Y'all's behavior is the biggest one because you say you want a relationship, yet your behavior and your actions and your attitudes don't match up to it. Show up, you know, be there, be present, don't play games, um, you know, uh, communicate, right? Um, leave your expectations at the door, have standards, but leave your expectations at the door. Um, don't over-engage on, on uh, online dating. I mean, I, I think your strategy is good, though. I mean, the best is going to win. So, guys, if you're getting haze back from a woman and that's all and then she disappears, it's because you didn't do enough. Or if that's all they did was say, hey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, the, if the guys, that's all you're doing is saying, hey. 
Yeah. And you're not giving enough time to actually establish conversation. I hear that from a lot of guys that they'll say women reach out to me and then they they ghost you after. Mm -hmm. That's why, because you didn't impress her. You got to stand out, guys. You got to try. You got to work for it, right? You don't have to be the 24-year-old crazy guy, crazy kid, (laughs) you know, but there's a lot to be said for that kind of persistence and confidence on both ends, you know, on both ends. So... I think there's a key thing missing in relationships today is that, that there's so much distraction in the world that people always think there's a next, you know, next, that you didn't do this next. She didn't, she, she's not good here next, you know, yep. stay. If you like somebody, if there's potential there, if you see things that you like, stay, talk about it, work it out, learn more, um, you know, engage more, communicate more. That's all. That's all. Um, Okay. Uh, Of course, as always, I've enjoyed you guys being here. Um, If you haven't yet gotten a ticket for the event on the 11th, there's probably a few left. I think it's really close to sold out. I could only have 50 people this time. Um, I'll try to do a bigger one, maybe Valentine's Day or something. But um, right now, this just, I can only do a podcast twice a week because I'm maxed. So um, I just do it for you. So if you're tired of meeting people online and you're tired of meeting crappy people on your own and you have an opportunity presented to yourself on a Saturday afternoon from three to five, that you, it's, it's right there thrown on your lap to meet great people. And there are great people coming. Why wouldn't you come? Unless you don't live in Texas. I get it. You can still fly to Texas. Um, but, uh, but take, take, calculated risks and chances like this there's going to be the the people that follow this show and that follow the advice that i give on social media are great people they're amazingly smart intelligent successful amazing men and women and they're all looking for the same thing and they're all wanting the same thing (laughs) thank you thank you so uh so come to the event uh, Danielle, looking forward to meeting you. Uh, Jamie, I know you're coming too. Howard, if you weren't in Georgia, you'd be coming, I know. Darren, great to see you. Um, and uh, love you all. So um, I will see you back in two weeks. Have a great week. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Each show, we're going to have new topics and information. If you'd like to find out more about coaching or matchmaking, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on my Facebook page, my personal page at Jennifer Styers.